0: Welcome to the able podcast where we open our throat chakras and discuss the cycles of life transformative experiences and cover the depths of individual spiritual journeys i'm your host courtney the creator of able alchemy where dreams and reality align i'm an intuitive brand designer and sound healer with a passion for bringing people together in community thank you for pressing play Hello, Catherine. I'm so excited to have Catherine Emily Astrology back on season two. We're going to have a really fun conversation today.
1: I just got chills when you said season two. It's real.
0: I'm so proud of you. Oh my God. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. It's been one year since you launched your business. Mm -hmm. So many amazing, amazing things. I heard you're booked out right now. Yeah. I, which like,
1: what? I'm like, what reality am I living in? But you know, what's crazy is it was when we did the first podcast when that was like, right when I was launching my business. Mm -hmm. And now here we are a year later under the Aquarius full moon.
0: We meet once again. Mm -hmm.
1: No, I was forgot about that. I was gonna, what I was saying a second ago before we started recording is it just occurred to me as I sat down we're about to go into the Aquarius full moon right now. It's tomorrow at like 1.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you have your third house with the north node there ruled by Aquarius. So the moon's going to cross over. Mm-hmm. And when I did your natal chart reading, I remember specifically being like your podcast is so like that is your third house Aquarius North node because you use your South node energy in the ninth house, all of your spiritual knowledge, and you use it within your community. So we were talking about how your podcast is like, so your North node. So that's what's happening for you, this full moon while we record this. And then ironically enough my fifth house is ruled by aquarius and the fifth house is the house of children and what are we talking about today how weird oh my
0: god so i was like once again meant to be (gasps) that's wild oh yeah so let's talk about the topic of what we're talking about today (laughs) we are going to talk about um children natal birth chart readings which Catherine offers in her business i got two of them done for harper and piper I can't remember how long ago that was, but they were amazing. And it's really interesting as a parent to get those readings done for your kids. I mean, I have a toddler and a young kid, so I wasn't sure how much of it would be shown in their personalities now, but they were amazing. And a lot of it actually was very, very accurate and prevalent right now. Yeah,
1: you could probably already see some of it, like Mm -hmm. just in their personality. But I was wondering, like, how much of what's in the chart are you going to notice, like, and really see as they get older? But you probably can already see, like, glimpses. Like, something I have a question about. Piper, she has so much of that, like, eighth house Scorpio, super, super empathic, intuitive, straight up psychic energy. Like, could stare Mm -hmm. into your soul and read you to filth. Does she already have that, like, into? can you sense that intuition already within her? Because it's so
0: strong. Yeah. No, not that deeply. I can tell, well, I guess maybe a little bit. She is very good at reading people. And, like, if she wants to engage with someone, she will be all about it, especially with babysitters. I've noticed this huge because I get oh, a lot of help that makes through sense. different babysitters and, if she doesn't like someone, she will make it aware and she can tell right away. So right away yeah. when someone comes in the house, she will either love them or hate them. And there's really no in-between with her.
1: Yeah. that Well, yeah, that's exactly it. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I love that. I wondered, like, can you tell – because both of the girls are really intuitive. Yeah. Because then Harper has all that really creative, like, more – innocent, lighthearted Pisces energy. Mm -hmm. Like I remember their charts. Yeah. And what's so fascinating to me, and it should have, I should have already thought about this, but I didn't realize it till I actually read their charts. I had read your chart first. Mm
0: -hmm. And when
1: you look at a natal chart, you can see so much about your childhood, your parents, the home you grew up in, how all of those things affect you throughout your life the types of like ancestral patterns that you are carrying. You could see it all in a chart. Mm -hmm. So I read your chart, but then reading your children's charts. And I always think of a birth chart as like a poetic piece of art. Mm -hmm. It's all interconnected and the energies are all working together one way or another. So then when I read their charts, I was like, this is wild because I'm, I can see like repeating patterns. I can see the way you guys are all intertwined. I can Mm -hmm. see the way you complement each other. And they both had all of that really intuitive energy. And so much of that comes from you. And I could see it. I could see the dots connected in all your charts. And I was like, this is beyond fascinating. Like
0: crazy, crazy to have that type
1: of perspective.
0: Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. And they are polar opposites, just the two of them. But I do feel like they are each like a part of me in like the weirdest way. Like they both have like different... I feel like myself, I am such a polarity as a Mm -hmm. human being that like I am super creative, but I'm also like such a Scorpio. And then it's that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so wild. So I love that about those readings.
1: Something I think also that something that stuck out to me and I feel like I like intuitively understood what was happening. You have obviously broken a lot of like, you could say generational curses, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel like you have such like everything you've gone through and your whole spiritual journey has clearly activated these really like profound spiritual gifts that you have. Mm-hmm. And then now the girls are super intuitive and they have that within them. But I feel like they wouldn't have that if it weren't for everything that you went through and all the patterns you broke and your like spiritual activation. It's like you passed it down to them. Like, it. it oh
0: my God, chills. It literally gives me chills when I think yeah. about it. It's wild. It is so crazy. Now tell me, the reason why you started giving children birth chart readings cuz i would love to know the background on that i think it's
1: a i think it mainly comes down to the fact that i felt so misunderstood as a child and my whole life and i remember like when i was little and obviously you know like complicated relationship with my parents you know my mom and when i was little i remember i'm i'm super sensitive mm-hmm. i have these like overflowing emotions that took me, I still am trying to figure out sometimes like how to regulate them, you know, cause they're so extreme. So when I was a little kid, I was so sensitive mm-hmm. and I felt so like black sheep out of place at home school. I literally felt like I was just like an alien on this planet and nobody understood me. And whenever I would try and express myself emotionally, or if I would be angry as a little kid I remember, you know, when you're a kid, you just express yourself the way that feels natural. You don't think about it. You just do it. Cause why wouldn't you? Yeah. And I remember it was always just received really poorly by like my parents. Like I would get yelled at if I would cry, if -hmm. I would lash out, they would, my mom would get mad at me. And I remember being, I remember, it was a feeling of frustration because I was like, it doesn't matter what I do. Like if I'm upset or if I, whatever I do, it's like, there's a problem with it. It wasn't until... I started learning astrology and diving into my own birth chart a billion years later mm-hmm. where finally, I finally felt that validation. Like I finally had that like inner child validation. Cause I was able to see like, Oh, like this is just who I am. Like this is the energy that I'm working with and people just didn't get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, if only like if only my parents could have had that perspective and just understood me better mm-hmm. you know like i i remember because i would get like punished for my own like emotions that really messed with me my whole life because then even in like my late twenties, I was really confused by my emotions. I didn't understand them. I felt like I never really had anybody that would just like validate them and hold space for them. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got into astrology that I finally understood myself better. So that's really what it comes down to. I was like, this is such a powerful tool. Like I spent almost 30 years being so confused, having a lot of shame around just being myself Mm -hmm. and Like all the answers are in the birth chart, you know, and it gives you a perspective that you just can't get anywhere else. It's literally like having spiritual insight into somebody's soul, Mm -hmm. you know, and actually, and, and what I love about astrology is that it gives you an explanation. So instead of feeling confused about why am I the way that I am, why do I react this way? Why do I think this way? Astrology gives you the answers, which it's like, and then everything can click. Now you have the awareness. So that's really why I wanted to do it was to like, so parents could look at their child from another perspective. That way you can hold space for them in the way that they need emotionally. Or like, I I was a terrible student Mm -hmm. and I got in trouble for it all the time. And it's like, well, nobody understood my learning style and I never understood it until I got into astrology, So that's really what it comes down to was I don't, I like that feeling of feeling frustrated as a little kid because nobody understood me. It's like, I wish I could have just given my mom, my birth chart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It would have made a lot more sense. So if parents are open to looking at their child from an astrological perspective, like I'm just going to say it. I feel like at this point in 2023, like if you're not looking at your child's astrology, you're just doing a disservice to them and yourself. You know, it can really help you understand them and then actually support them the way that they
0: need it, the way that they Mm -hmm. need it. Oh, so that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite things that you talked about in there was the learning style because Mm -hmm. everyone's so different. Actually, could we touch on the difference between your adult natal readings and your children natal readings?
1: When When I do a child's natal chart, My intention is, like I said, so that the parent can support the child in the way that they need it. Their emotional needs, their learning style, their communication style, um, their creative expression, and just understanding their personality. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I really look at. I look at the child's overall personality. So I'll I'll look at the sun, moon, and rising because that's such a big part of your core. And then I look heavily. I spend a lot of time looking at the moon sign. And aspects being made to it because the moon is your emotional needs. So that's like such a key, not even just with children, but any relationship. If you want to understand somebody, understand their moon sign. Like that is how you can actually meet their needs, understand them, hold space for them. So I spend a lot of time looking at the moon. I look at creative expression, like looking at the fifth house. Uh, Because that has a lot to do with like play and hobbies and innocence and what the child just finds pure joy in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being supportive of those things. Some children work best alone. Some work best in a team. Like some are really creative with their hands or others are more mental. Like if you understand that, then you can support them in that way. And then I look at the love language. So I spend a lot of time looking at Venus. Aspects being made to Venus. Venus is our love language in astrology. So if you really want to know how to give someone what they need emotionally and meet their needs, look at the moon, look at Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, the other things I will look at too, any areas of the chart where there's a significant amount of energy. So like Piper had a lot of eighth house energy. Harper had a lot of 10th house energy. So I look at that because a lot of their energy, their whole life will be focused there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will look to, and this is where like my intuitive process sort of comes in, because I feel like it's, you have to be very sensitive when I'm reading your child's natal chart and I can see traumatic energy in their chart. I try and be very respectful and mindful of how I deliver that. So if I feel like it's something that would be really beneficial for for the parent to know I'll touch on Saturn or Chiron, but I do try and keep it just like, how can you best support them? So Mm -hmm. I sort of look at and like use my intuitive process of like what pops out that they really need to know. Whereas when I do a adult chart reading, you know, we spend a lot of time on career. There's a lot of different spots in a chart that talk about career. Well, it's like you probably don't really care right now about your two-year-old's future career. You know, like that's Mm -hmm. not really what we're focused on. Um, And I will go more into the darker, deeper, maybe more like, you know, scary parts of the chart with an Mm -hmm. adult. Again, you still always have to be mindful of what you share with somebody and why are you sharing it. But I do more of like a... Like I break down every single house, talk about every single planet, but there's just some things in a natal chart that if you're just doing a chart for your child to support them, there's just certain things that are kind of, you know, irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So those are the main differences. I do them similarly, but I think the child natal chart is a little bit more lighthearted. And I really, and I really, really too, when I do a child, because when I look at a natal chart, no matter how old you are the first thing that sticks out to me is like all of your magic, like all of the little magical things about you and your gifts and your talents. And so I try and really focus on that when I'm reading a child's chart, I want the parent to really be aware of those things because thinking back to like my own life, you know, I had these confusing emotions as a child that were overwhelming that I was punished for. And then those emotions, they were real. So much of it was my intuition and Mm -hmm. I was feeling things empathically, those things ended up becoming a main tool that I use for everything that I do in my life. So I was shamed for something that was actually my gift. Yeah. So I want to point that out to parents, like your child is gifted in all these different areas, like validate that, notice that, encourage it. If they're super sensitive, like, don't yell at them because they're crying, like support them. That's a, that's a magical part of them, you Mm -hmm. know? So I try and point out all of the really great things that I see in a child. That way you can like hone in on that.
0: Mm -hmm. I've probably listened to both of those readings that you did maybe like three times each. And I take notes and every time I hear something new too, because I'm like in a different stage (laughs) with them. And I always go back like if I'm struggling with something. So I I love it so much. And you, I feel like you put really good nuggets in there that are kind of channeled, I almost feel like. Like you say certain things that are like, how did she know to say that? Mm -hmm. You did it once with Harper. And I mean, you barely know the kid. I mean, you've met the girls, obviously. But like, yeah, know them fully. And you had said something about Harper where you were like, she is going to make up the craziest games that you're going to be like, these are so fucking weird, but just go along with it because that yes. is like how she will feel seen. I was like, wow. Yeah.
1: I, and I just <laughs> got chills. I read, cause I remembered it because I remember because she has Mercury and Pisces, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of her planets in Pisces. And as soon as I see Mercury and Pisces, I'm like, you are going to say the th- weirdest shit. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to know what you're talking about. But you are like a being from another realm. And I do. It's it's really weird. I do channel stuff when I'm reading because sometimes I will literally like say something that is so random Mm -hmm. that like, because when you look at a chart, it's all about interpreting the energy, but Mm -hmm. energy can be, it can manifest in so many different ways. And so sometimes like I'll look at a chart and I'll say something where I'm like, why did I even say that? Because I could have interpreted that like so many different ways, but like mm-hmm. that's what wanted to come out. And then sometimes I'll find my I'll find myself second guessing it sometimes, like that person's going to think that's like the most random thing they've ever heard, and why did I say that? And then they'll always be like, "How did you know that? Yeah, like it's the it's the
0: craziest thing. Like it's kind of wild, actually.
1: And I don't even know, you know, like, I don't even know that I'm doing it unless somebody comes back and tells me, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. So I just, so now at this point, like, I just go with it. Like, I just say whatever comes out of my mouth and sometimes I it's love it. really insane.
0: <laughs> I love it. I also love the comment you made about the moon signs. And I think it's actually really smart to get your own chart done before your kids So if you're looking to get a chart reading, you should definitely do it with Catherine and do them all and do your own first. Because when I look back at them, like Harper has the same moon sign that I have. So I can relate Mm -hmm. so much to her and her emotions. Like I totally understand. Maybe it's a first child thing because we're both first children and and we're both first grandchildren. We just have a lot in common. So I really can relate to what she's going through. A lot of the times, and I know she's only four, but I can see how much she carries at such a young age. And then Piper has a Scorpio as her moon sign, but it's my rising sign. And Chris has a Scorpio moon, which I find fascinating that like as parents, they have our moon signs man, I like, what I'm like going to go look back at their charts. I just like you
1: watch the reading a bunch of times. I love Mm -hmm. to go back and look at charts. No, that's what exactly what I'm talking about. When I say everything is so interconnected. Like if you give birth to a child, if you create a child, like, hello, you guys are soul family. Like you're Mm -hmm. so interconnected. Of course, there's going to be overlaps and weird connections in the chart in everybody's charts. And that's like, what was so fascinating to me, even though like, that sh- I should have already expected to see that when I read their charts. I didn't fully understand until I did it and I had seen your chart and I was like, oh my gosh, these people are also interconnected. Like obviously, but oh my gosh. And yeah. yes, you find that, like you find that a lot where when someone has a really, really strong bond with the mother, the child's moon sign will be the mother's sun sign or like vice versa. That's the same. My mom was a Pisces sun. son with a cancer moon and Mm. I'm a cancer son with a Pisces moon. And, Mm, and you also have to keep in mind, like the moon literally represents the mother in the natal chart Mm. and then Saturn represents the father. So you can see, like, you could just see like the, you could see like generational things being, being passed down. Like it's so wild. It's wild. I, I really enjoy every, almost everybody that I've done a natal chart for their child. I had done theirs as well. And it's just the craziest thing. And a repeating theme, there's something going on with the children on that are like incarnating on the planet right now, because I feel like our generation is breaking generational curses. Mm -hmm. Like, and now that's changing these children because I see it, all of these intuitive children and the parents whose charts I've read, the parents have always gone through some really crazy, dark, traumatic shit and like Mm -hmm. healed from it. And then had a child and now the child is like super gifted and super intuitive. Like it's very crazy.
0: That is wild. I, yeah. It's like they don't have the karmic shit with them. Right. I mean, they may have some of it, but it's like, it's not as prevalent. Yeah.
1: It's, it's like different. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you broke certain like curses in your own like ancestry
0: Mm -hmm. and now
1: it's like that has changed like that now your children have these like crazy gifts I can't I cannot wait to see like the people who I've read their kids charts I want to see the kids when they're 20 I want to talk know. to you when you're
0: 40 Seriously. I want to I
1: want you to look at your reading and tell me if it makes sense
0: <laughs> I've always thought like Piper and I are gonna go on like an ayahuasca trip and then you sent me her chart and I was like yeah that makes sense <laughs>
1: Yes. And you, Oh, you want to know something else that is so cool that I just have to tell you about your kids. Mm -hmm. They're both, both of the girls, like I said, are so intuitive in their own way, but Harper has that like Pisces Gemini mutable energy that there's something like when I, when I look at her energy, she feels light to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and it's the la la land lives in her own fantasy world super creative all of the, she'll be super like artistically gifted there's something really light about her
0: mm-hmm.
1: and p- she has so much pisces energy which is that unconditional love self-sacrificing she has that chiron in the 11th house placement mm-hmm. she's which we talked about like she's gonna stand up for the pe- like if somebody gets bullied she's gonna step in and be like don't do that mm-hmm. okay so she has this like light about her And then Piper, she is going to understand the darkness Mm -hmm. because she has all that Scorpio eighth house energy. Mm -hmm. She can see, so like it was the polarity. Like they're both gifted, but it's like, Harper has like this light about her that she shines and then Piper is like I could see straight into your soul and see all your darkness and like yeah. transmute it that way and yeah. where does that come from that literally comes from you like that is you split into two fucking
0: bodies literally it's kind of how crazy. has this happened I don't know it is wild but that's why it's so I so insane those readings so much I remember when you read them and you texted me like, oh my gosh, like I'm tweaking out. Literally, it's so crazy. And I know you have like an age cutoff. Will you explain that a little?
1: Yes. So I only do it for 13 and under. And I remember reaching out to you, by the way, for everyone listening to this, (laughs) Courtney is my go-to. Like, because you're so magical and you have these crazy spiritual gifts, but then you're so damn grounded in reality with like a business mindset, like... (laughs) I, I could never I, would, oh my God. I wish. So I go to you and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Help me. I love it. So I uh, I didn't know like, I I was scared to sort of dip my toe into the children's natal chart readings. I felt called to do it. But I was like, what I don't want to happen is for a parent who has a 17 year old kid who's acting out or drinking or dating some guy she shouldn't be dating and running away from home to then come to me looking for answers. Like Mm -hmm. that's too much for me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I can't do that. So that's why I was like, no, the intention needs to be to truly support children when they're in like their fundamental development years, you know, like, I always say when I look at a natal chart, the fourth house, whatever happened to you from zero to seven, now that is ingrained into your subconscious. Those are your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what I want to help like support parents with. Like when they are young, like how can you like remind them of their magic and support them and meet their needs and validate them and hold space for them? Not like help you when your child is basically an adult and doing whatever the hell they want. So I didn't know what to do. So I made it 13 and under and that's why I try and keep it more lighthearted. You know, I'm not a parent. And that's one of the reasons why, like I felt, I literally felt like God because I've never wanted to have children Mm -hmm. and obviously who knows I could change my mind, never say never, but Mm -hmm. I'm 32 and the older I get, the more I know that I don't want them. Mm -hmm. So, but I remember the only reason that I ever wanted to have children was because I had such a traumatic fucked up childhood and so much of it, love her, God bless you, but so much of it came from my mom. Like Mm -hmm. she, you know. So much of it, and so I would always think to myself, like, man, I would love to have a child just so I could raise them without all the trauma. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to be the one to break the genera- generational curse and then start my own lineage. But mm-hmm. I don't want kids. Yeah. So that's when I literally felt like God was like, "This is how you that. This is how you do that. That you don't have to have your own child, mm-hmm. but you can support." other children, spiritually, astrologically, like that's what you're supposed to be doing. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I feel like I have to do this. Like,
0: but I was scared. I was nervous, you know, making such a huge difference though. Like it is bringing so much awareness that people do not have not only about astrology, but just the best ways to support their growing child. Because I mean, there were so many, so many good things in there. Yeah things that I may have not even thought of. I mean, yeah, Yeah, just like amazing. Amazing. It gives you a
1: perspective that you can't get anywhere else. And I think it also helps too, because I don't know your kid, you Mm -hmm. know, if I'm reading your kid's natal chart, like I don't know them. So if I'm reading the energy and then you are able to listen to that and if it's accurate, which I believe it will be, I believe in astrology, you know, Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to recognize that in your child. And I feel like if I was a parent, I would be like, wow, like, that is true. You know, like, how would she know that that is true about my child. So it like validates it, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think especially too, because I do think that so many children now are so intuitive and have these, like I said, like just this new, like, these like little starseed children that are coming onto the planet, there's going to be like, you need to understand your child emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so many of us have these toxic relationships and these like unhealthy relationship patterns. Like you need to break that cycle, you know? Like, and, and that's what astrology can do. It can show you like how to really just help your child become like, a strong person with confidence in themselves and boundaries Mm -hmm. and an understanding of their emotions. Like that's literally how you change the world is like through the children, you know?
0: Yeah. I feel like they all, all these kids coming now have such big purposes, like massive purposes. And they're so empathetic and it's so important that they have space and that we hold space for them. And I know like we, we were all raised so differently than like how I'm raising my girls so it's just yeah a different side of awareness I like to think that I am super intuitive and when you're so close to your own family like sometimes it's hard to see certain things mm-hmm. especially like I you read tarot so it's like if you read for like really close friends you kind of think like you know going into it like what you're going to be reading mm-hmm. I like hate reading for people that yeah. I'm really close with but that's why I love the the child birth chart, because I was like, okay, I kind of think like I know Mm -hmm. how to support them, but it was like a fresh set of eyes. A lot of it I did feel like I intuitively knew, but it was like really affirming for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think too, like, you know, everybody is so unique and that's what your natal chart shows you. It shows you literally like the blueprint of your soul and it gives you, insight into just who somebody is. So, so often we just don't even realize how much we are like misunderstanding each other Mm -hmm. because we literally like our thought process, we process information one way and somebody else, like, it's so crazy how you literally only know what things look like through your eyes. Mm -hmm. Like you only have your own subjective experience and you like, I have no idea what the world looks like to you. Mm -hmm. I have no clue. I can assume, but I have no idea. And natal charts, there's so much you can look at in a natal chart and you can see like, literally how does somebody process information? Mm -hmm. Like how that's invaluable knowledge to have about somebody yeah like every every single time that I like meet somebody that I don't particularly care for
0: because you know I get everybody's birth chart everybody oh yeah obviously I'm getting the
1: birth time I have birth charts we were at the dinner
0: and you were like asking people what their birth times were
1: (laughs) literally and everybody wants to give it to me because who doesn't want to give the astrology girl the freaking birth info (laughs) but every single time I am like, oh, I like don't like this about somebody or like, I wish they would be more like this. I look at their chart and I'm like, damn it. I understand why they are this way. Like, I appreciate you now, you know, like this thing that used to annoy me. Now I just like, that is who you are. Like Mm -hmm. now I, because that's how you learn to like using astrology for like any sort of relationship compatibility or understanding somebody. Like I always tell people, don't worry about if you're compatible with somebody just look at the energy that they have, and mm-hmm. now you know how to work with that person. Yeah, you know how to hold space for them. You know what they need. You know, I love looking into like love languages for children. Like, mm-hmm. do they need like words of affirmation? Isn't that was? Didn't I say that was Harper's? Mm-hmm. That's both yeah, of theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need like they want to hear it. They need the validation. Like, if you don't know that, because I feel like that's what it was for me as a child. I needed. Venus and Leo, I needed attention, validation. I needed to be heard. I mm-hmm. I needed you to tell me that you were proud of me. Mm-hmm. and when and so nobody did that. so I would lash out. And like if only my parents knew that, like, I actually just needed you to like tell me that you loved me. That's yes. all I needed. Yeah, you know, like that was it. And, yeah. and tell me I'm doing a good job, even though I'm different and I'm a black sheep and I don't fit in, that would have changed everything for the me. amount you know? of
0: times. I tell Harper I love her in a day is so wild it was really fun because at our mother's day tea last last year for her end of school yeah i think she had said like what is something you love that your mommy tells you or something and she's like my mom tells me she loves me and that's my favorite thing and i literally was like oh my god this is adorable and she also said i'm 12 years old so i was like thank you thanks girl (laughs) oh
1: my gosh i love it
0: it was so I cute. I love it. But yeah, and the like little things like that. It's just makes the biggest difference, but it's good to yeah. know.
1: Yeah, it's it's so fun. I love to do it. I yeah. think I might even enjoy sometimes like reading children's natal charts more than like adults sometimes because well, they're also- more
0: lighthearted, too. I think that's yeah. amazing. You don't have to get into all the shadowy stuff. Yeah, right.
1: And, that, and that's the other thing, too. Like I, I like I was saying, I try and be mindful because like. I also never want, like, you have to be so careful. If anyone out there that's listening wants to do some sort of spiritual work, astrology, tarot, you have to understand that, like, you also don't want to plant seeds in people's minds that, like, Mm -hmm. don't need to be there. So I have to be, I, I always try and be super mindful about, like, why I'm sharing something. Because I don't want to dive into your child's trauma. Yes. And even though I can see it and I know it's there. And then now you're like, oh, my child's traumatized or they're going to be traumatized or this is going to happen. So I really just try and like, how can you just support them? For me, it's Mm -hmm. more of like, astrology has always been like about just understanding people and their emotions. And like, and it just helps you to like know how to love somebody properly. Mm -hmm. So I try and really focus on that stuff.
0: Yeah. And you're really good. At delivering that because I know there was one thing in Piper's chart I can't remember what the exact placement was, but you were like she needs her privacy and you need to her eighth house you need to respect Mm -hmm. that because if you don't there will be tension, and I was like I am so glad that you actually told me that,
1: (laughs) yeah and you'll remember that you know like that's gonna stick with you like when she is I remember her Mm -hmm. eighth house I believe is ruled by Gemini she has a bunch of planets there, so it's like. She will speak when she
0: Mm -hmm. wants to
1: speak. But, like, she needs to have that private processing time. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's going to be extremely introspective. Mm -hmm. Like, so if you pry... No, like, you know how it is with Scorpio yeah. energy. Stay out of yeah. my business. But, like, you need to know these things about your children yeah. because your child isn't being shady and trying to hide from you. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you – but you'll look at it that way. Like, what are they doing behind my back? And then that's yeah. when you start crying. And then that's when shit just gets fucked up. Like, yeah. think, you yeah. know. So, yeah, ha- that's another thing. Like, respecting your children's boundaries, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I had no Pisces moon. My mom was a Pisces. There was zero boundaries. And no that boundaries. affected yeah. me in ways – that she never even realized that affected me in relationships. You have to think about that.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: like, I, I know I'm not a parent, but as a parent, like the way that you raise your children, the way you treat them, you are teaching them. Like those are going to be subconscious patterns. Like yeah. I have had the most chaotic, traumatic relationships with men my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it all stems from my relationship with my mom, you know, like I'm 32 years old still trying to work through that shit. So it's like, if you, if you know how to just support your child the way that they need it, like you can just instill such a healthier sense of self-esteem and confidence and boundaries in them. You need to be doing this. Like you, you need to be at the
0: very least, look at your child's moon sign and like figure them out on that level. Yes. Oh my God. I loved all of this conversation. Me too. Thank you so much for coming on, Catherine This was amazing. Is there anything else you'd like to share about children's birth charts that we didn't talk about already? Yeah, there's something else I would like
1: to share. Yeah. If yeah. you are if you're listening to this, I have a discount code for all your listeners. <laughs> this is so fun you can you can use it on anything on my website, Emily astrology.com It does not have to be a child's natal chart reading. You could use it for a tarot reading or whatever. It's alchemy, that is the code. Um, I am sold out of quite a few things right now, but after the next couple weeks, I should be good. I still have, I still am available for natal chart readings for children though. And they are, they're $89 full price. Mm-hmm. Use the discount code alchemy. It never expires.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. That's so sweet.
1: Of course.
0: Thank you for having me on. You all need to book a reading with her. She's amazing.
1: Yes, I agree. That's my Leo <laughs> Steli I'm talking.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have you on again sometime in the future. Maybe season three.
1: (laughs) Yes, season three. I'm so glad that the podcast is back in action.
0: Oh, thank you so much for coming on, Catherine. Thank you. And
1: happy full moon.
0: Yeah.